Hey, this is Druk. Yep, that's right. This is Druk. This is what happened last time. On the pirate city of Sandalwood, we reserved seats on the Ironside, a ship headed for Port Mantau. But it wasn't leaving for a few days, so we explored Sandalwood and beat a couple of hobgoblins at darts. Giovanni took us on a trek in search of the Golden Monkey of Moonmaw, which brought us to a secluded tavern in the middle of the jungle. On the island of Sandalwood, you stand in a secluded jungle thicket. Before you, jungle branches and vines encroach upon a large, one-story shack made of weather-worn, mismatched planking. You now hear muffled music from within. No windows are visible, but above a decrepit door hangs a sign that marks the building as a tavern. The carving of a songbird perched atop a birdcage with an open door. And the words, the caged bard. What in the heck? It was right here! Language, young man! Why would this lead me to a bar? I, I don't know. This is your treasure map? His face is right up against the map. This doesn't make any sense. Well, there's music playing inside. We might swing in and see if maybe they've heard of this. Oh, that's true. I could go for a drink. It's been pretty hot lately. We got our steps in for the day, though. I You know, that's not exactly what I was looking for. He walks into the bar. You open the door, and the music is suddenly, shockingly loud. Deep cello music and the somber voice of a woman's lament. You enter to see the inner walls are lined with foliage, flowers, leaves, and vines which serve to dampen the sound to the outside, soundproofing for neighbors that don't exist. Lighted candle sconces illuminate the room in a soft orange glow. On a small stage, a fair-skinned blonde woman performs at her cello, surrounded by illusionary images of men and women from a different age. The song she sings is a sorrowful dwarven dirge. Patrons fill most of the cask seats along scattered barrel tables. Most are human, but notably, a tiefling man sits with a Saradin woman, singing along with the dirge, and a bugbear with a walrus-like mustache puts down his pint and golf claps your entrance. To the right of the door, a scarred verminous hisses at you as he picks up his tail to avoid your steps. Ah, my kind of place. Hello, everyone. Giovanni waves to the crowd, and then he bows. Drinks are on me, and he walks up to the bar, and he gets out some gold and puts it on the tavern bar. You get kind of a mixed reaction there. Some people are like, yay, a few people shush you. At the back of the room stands the bar. Behind it, three tapped wooden kegs and a portly, orcish bartender with blue, pale skin and a round, bald head. And he smiles and nods at your approach. Hello. Hello, good sir. Round is on me. Puts down five gold for the bar. Mm, you want some of the good stuff? Here's five more gold. Yes, I would like the good stuff. How about some uh, peach wine? That sounds delicious. Hmm, I might have something like that, but I bet I've got something you'd like more. Oh, what could be better than peach wine? What do you got? These three kegs behind him leans his head towards one of them, looks at you and smiles, and the tap on the central keg is a golden image of a smiling monkey holding a pint in each hand. Giovanni's eyes get really big. Renar wanders in. I get up there. 
What is going on? Why are we here? I thought you were looking for the golden monkey of Moon Ma. Moon Ma? The bartender says. Well, that's me. I don't like where this is going. Wait, who's Moon Ma? I am. You? Big, big toothy grin. I'm the brewer here. I Like Moon Mutt? No, like a ma. Oh, it's just my name. No, Hobgoblin's told me it, mean, it means Moon Mutt. It's Hobgoblin. Hey. What? <laughs> I'm right here. Quit talking You're about my name. Hobgoblin. Do you mm. want some golden monkey or what? The golden monkey of Moon Ma. <laughs> it's a special brew. <sighs> Giovanni turns to whisper to Runar and goes, Hey, maybe the drink will give us the powers. Powers? We'll gain courage. <clears throat> we'll get the gift of gab. We might even time travel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, might, I might do that. I'll take one. Actually, give me um, five of them, please. Well, you already gave me ten gold, right? Yes, here's Let's five see. more. It's a gold piece. This is a special brew. Barrel age. He points at the cask and it says Maker's Monk on it. Okay, Giovanni starts quickly drinking beer after beer <laughs> of this to see what happens. Runar is just going to be like staring at him, like drilling holes in the side of his head as he's just slamming these beers back. And he softly says, The golden monkey of the moon, Ma? Apparently, this is it. And he keeps downing more drink. <laughs> take one, take one. It's fragrant. It's got this kind of whiskey smell to it, but it tastes like ale, and it's very smooth. It's like a flower monkey punch in your face. It's very good. I'm going to flower monkey punch you in the face. What kind of wild goose chase do you Look. have us on? We cannot miss the boat to Port Montau. Did you get a drink yet? Did you drink any of this yet? No. I, I think just the presence of this thing is making you more courageous. Listen to yourself. This might be working. I'm going to go ahead and just order some water. No, Druk, Dr- you don't need water. You need the golden monkey. This is Moon Ma. Well, actually, that's Moon Ma, but... I'm going to be okay with water. Thank you, though. Giovanni gets out the map. He keeps downing drinks, but he's, like, looking at the map and trying to figure out what's going on. We better not miss the boat. Now, isn't the boat, like, a few days from now? Wait a minute. You guys got a boat? Did you get a boat? We reserved seats on the Ironsides to go to Port Montau. Uh, what ship did you get? The Ironsides. Did you literally just not listen to what I just said? I'm a little distracted right now. <laughs> and he takes another drink. Drac, he's going to get drunk, and then we're going to be stuck here trying to take care of him. We need to get him back to the ship before it's too late. Hey, was the Ironside a Noma ship? Yes. Called it. Takes another drink. I feel like we had this conversation already. Uh, <laughs> the bartender's looking at Giovanni, and he's a little bit concerned about the speed at which he's drinking this. And Hey, these glasses that I put out here are not all for you, right? You said you're buying for the bar? Correct. He gets a barmaid to come over, and he says, get, start passing these out, please. <laughs> like he was trying to get some of them away from you. Thank you, lady, and he throws her a silver coin. Okay. The tiefling that's sitting over there holds his pint up. Thank you. Thank you so much. Giovanni raises his glass to him. He's looking at the map again. He's like, I just don't get this. I just don't get it. Hmm. I grab the map out of his hands, and I look at said map and try to figure out where we're supposed to be and then where the city was and blah, blah, blah. That looks super rudimentary. (laughs) If crayons were a thing, it'd be in crayon. It's in colored wax. Is that accurate? (laughs) Yes. Where did you get this map? I want it in a card game. Isn't that where you get all maps? You won a crayon-drawn map in a card game, and then you assumed it was going to lead you to actual treasure. You got ripped off. I don't know. This stuff's pretty good, and he takes another drink. <laughs> you also paid for it. 
I want in a card game. You paid for the beer. Well, I know that. I know that. Are you time traveling already? You're going back to the past and forgetting everything Ooh, that you Maybe I like? am. Maybe it's like five second time travel. The tiefling is waving you over. He's got his arm around his girl. I'll grab my water and head over. Thank you for the drink. That's a sadder that covered that. Well, I couldn't help but notice you're looking at a map over there. I happen to be a dealer in such things. I'm a bit of a cartographer. My name is Barnardine. This is Riala. I suppose if you want to take a look at it, I don't think Giovanni's going to be doing a whole lot of productive investigation on this. Bruno, you want to give him the map? Come over and then hand over the map to the tiefling. Have you seen anything so ridiculous? Like, I've seen dozens of maps, quote-unquote treasure maps, and none of them were in any sort of colored wax. Well, it's clearly drawn by someone that was a little bit inebriated. He says, look at the way this goes different directions. It's completely irrational. Did you walk across the entire island to get here? It certainly feels that way. Where'd my map go? (laughs) Are you sure that your friend there didn't write this map himself in a moment of intoxication? Renard, like, just looks at Druck, just astonished. The thought never crossed his mind, but now that it's there, it's just like... (laughs) Of course, of course, that's what happened. <laughs> are you interested in treasure maps? Uh, like, what do you have? Well, I mean, I've always got a few things, and he pulls up the satchel, and it's got a map sticking out of it. He starts working through them a little bit. I'm sorry, my dear. You know, they were nice enough to get us a couple glasses of the Golden Monkey. Kind of puts out a few different things. I've got one here that is a map into Tandria. I do have a map that is supposed to show a pirate cove along the cliffs of Grinagar to the north. Do you have something around like Portmanteau and maybe that region? Let's see here. This is of Portmanteau and the surrounding area. It includes Golarod and the Bagobos, the, the merchant colony across the bay. Yes, that's what I need. Yes, yes. I noticed there's a few more of those drinks up there. If you maybe get one more of each of those, and the map is yours. I go grab him and be back before he blinks. I'll even use my feline agility if I need to. <laughs> hey, what are you doing with those? <laughs> I don't even acknowledge them. Meh. <laughs> you bring them back over and thank you very much. We appreciate it. Did I mention it's our anniversary? Oh, happy anniversary. Oh, How long have you been married? Six years, thank well, you. That's that's a respectable number. Good on you, good on you. At the table next to you, the bugbear sitting there, this big, burly, hobgoblin-looking guy, but furry. And he says, hey, get me another one of those, and I'll, I'll help you out. I got, I got spells. Oh? Yeah. What kind of spells? I am a diviner. I can see the magic items that are on you. I can look around to see who's got magic on them, and I also can identify some things. And I just charge a drink a spell. I'll be right back. I'll walk back up to the uh, bar. Druck, hey, real quick, I'm betting this guy over here that I can make him cry. And he winks really? at you. That is outstanding. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and grab the beer and be like, that's neat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. As soon All as right. he turns around, I leave. <laughs> <laughs> you hear loud crying behind you. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know that we have any magical items to look at, but... Oh, uh, um, Giovanni might have uh, a pair of them. Um, or let's see if there was statues, maybe a belt. He pocketed a bunch of stuff and put it in his vest after we fought the ninja thingamajiggers at the bottom of the, the ocean. Oh, you passed out. That's right. I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
Excuse me, friend, I'll be right back. <laughs> Sidle back up to the bar. That's impressive. You made him you made him cry. I did look at him. Yeah. He has no idea why either. He's saying he's not sad, but he's crying. It's awesome. Oh. He's drinking faster too, just this poor sad sack, unshaven old man. <laughs> this poor sad sack, unshaven old man. <laughs> It'll be fine in about a minute, my friend. That's my guess anyways. <laughs> so the, so the wand lasts for about a minute? Shh, quiet. Snay on the wand day. I think the minute's up. <laughs> the song gets especially sad too, and he looks up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's up with the song? It's kind of a sad song for this area. Like, I think jungle would be kind of fun. Like, we'd be having a party or something. You'd think. Oh, I got an idea, and he picks up his loot. As soon as he picks up his loot, I'm gonna try and rifle through his pockets for the <laughs> items. <laughs> okay. Slide of hand. Yep. Eighteen. I rolled an eight for perception. Okay. You get a thick leather belt, has a dwarven face on the brass buckle. I think that minute's up. You might want to get him to start crying again. Hmm. Hey, buddy. Hey, I, I bet you two more gold than I can make you cry again. I immediately turn around. <laughs> okay. Okay. Like, hey, wait a minute. What's with the wand? Here's another drink. I'll see you in a little bit. And he walks away. <laughs> I'll walk up to the uh, bugbear with the belt. I think uh, this is one of the items that we're wondering about. Oh, I will get started investigating. What else did we oh, get from the... There was a statue. I think one was red and one was white. And a potion. It looked like vodka. I mean, water. The potion did? Yes. It was a clear liquid. And it definitely did not look like vodka. I don't okay. even know what that is. Clear liquid. Okay. So I hang out with the newlyweds and uh, Bugbear while he works on it. Okay. Bugbear is clearly working on some sort of ritual magic, and the couple are really enjoying the song. They're getting into the drama of it, whatever dwarven history is being told by this woman on the stage. I speak dwarvish. Is it actually a dwarven? Uh, it actually is, yeah. For everybody else, if you don't know dwarvish, it's a little bit like listening to the opera or something if you don't know Italian, right? Like, it's still beautiful and sounds great, but yes, it is a dwarven. Can I roll history to know what they're actually singing about? Like, sure. is it, how historical is it? Okay. So that was a nat 20 for 23, and I'm really annoyed that I rolled a nat 20 on such a silly it's, roll! It's largely the story of the oppression of the dwarves under the Mountain Kingdom in the provinces. Do I know that to be historically accurate, or at least mm-hmm. based in history? Okay. Yeah, in fact, where you're from... The provinces are south of the Mountain Kingdom. You're from north of the Mountain Kingdom. So your people interact with the dwarves of the Mountain Kingdom. Okay. So you know a little bit about that and the idea that the dragon kin had enslaved them for a long time. The tiefling turns to you and he says, you understand this? Yes. Oh, nice to see another dwarven speaker. He switches to dwarven and he says, did you hear that Treslot has been taken from the Tandrians? Mm, yes, yes, this early, uh, not was it today. No, it was yesterday. There was a lady asking for recruits about the war. Yeah, they're from the provinces. I don't know if you're familiar, but I guess General Amastasia is in charge. General Amastasia. Hmm. Wonder who that is. Yeah. Well, good luck to him. Hey, excuse me. Yes. I. I can't help it. I couldn't help it. Over. I'll spit it out. Spit it out. <laughs> <laughs> You're a bard, correct? Correct, I am a bard. And he holds up the loot. You know, a lot of the people in here are bards. <gasps> I knew I liked this This is a, it's a meeting place, swapping stories. That's why she's given so much time. Have you noticed that she's been up there a long time? Oh, well, that's so cool. So I was going to tell you because I was a little concerned. You started to get your loot out. 
Um, you should probably get yourself in the list. There's a board over there, and you can put your name oh. on it. But you don't get to just play because you will ruin her show. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, yeah, I'll go sign up for that. Yeah, that sounds Do good. Do you happen to know any magical spells or anything like that? I only know tricks, my friend. Tricks might do. I've got a proposition for you. Because you seem like the kind of guy that likes a good swindle. Hmm. His ears perk up. What's this guy look like? He's human. You notice he's barefooted. He's dressed up in kind of a stereotypical pirate garb and bandana and kind of puffy shirt. He dresses a little bit like you. He actually has a hurdy-gurdy hanging off of him. And a halfling fiddle. And a lute. Nice. What's your name, friend? Herwood. Erwin, nice to meet you, Erwin. And he puts out his hand to shake it. I'm Giovanni Merson. They call me Erwin the Pirate. Erwin the Pirate. I like it, and I like all the instruments. That's very nice. I appreciate someone who can play lots of things. Thank you. It's, it's part of my act. We're doing a, a duel later. Okay. Um, and it's against her over there. And he points out this woman. She's kind of got a dark-studded nose ring, blonde hair, kind of unassuming. She's watching the dirge, the lady on the stage. But he says, so... She is Aloma Bosch. Have you heard of her before? You feel like you might have actually heard of her before, just as a, a bard that made her name a little bit. Okay. She's a ludist, and she is she's too good. I do not like elitists. I mean, I tell you what. Uh, and I don't know if you noticed it. Look, look at her thumb. Her thumb? Yeah, look. look at, you can see her uh, hand. Her hand's on the table. What do I see going on with her thumb? She's, she's got webbed fingers in one spot. She's like, oh, that's interesting. How can she be so good if, she, if her fingers, she doesn't have full dexterity in her hand? Mm-hmm. So I'm supposed to duel her. Okay, and when we're talking duel, is it like musical duel? Is it yes. like slap face yes, glove yes. duel? You, okay, you know okay, gotcha. She kind of grabs your arm and kind of this uncomfortable. You know how this works. Yes, we're going to have a loot duel. But the problem is she's so semi-famous in the area that nobody's putting any bets on me. Okay, okay. So, what I was wondering is if you might be able to sort of check her out. What is it that's made her so good? She shouldn't be this good. If you help us out, payoff will be much better to bet on me. Well, of course it would. Yes, yes. I'm going to roll insight to see what this guy is up to. Okay. 21. You get the impression that he is a like-minded soul. He is very much looking for a good swindle so that he can win and feel good about the fact that he created that win. (laughs) You like him. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, boy, I know who I'm betting on tonight, of course, of course. Like, maybe she has some sort of magical instrument. Maybe that's what makes her so good. Maybe. I mean, she might be super talented, too. I don't know. We're going to find out. It's possible. But I just thought maybe you have some insight, because I can't figure it out, and I just you just look like a guy <laughs> who could figure things out. I surely can. He takes a shot, and his head wobbles a little bit. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> And then he goes, hey, by the way, um, what time does this place close? Oh, it never closes. Mm-hmm. What's the security like around here? Any bouncers around here? I mean, if it's full of bars, there's probably zero bouncers, right? Well, Moonma will kick your butt if he needs to. He's a nice guy. What time does Moonma get off? <laughs> Just out of curiosity, I want him to make sure he sleeps tonight, That's you know? That's a good question. I don't know that I've ever seen Moonma not work. Hey, Moonma, are you here every time? You're here every time I come here. Eh, sometimes the owners are here. All right, all right. The owners, the owners, got it. All right, thanks, buddy. I'm going to go uh, talk to uh, Loma and uh, go see what's going on when she gets done singing. Is she singing right now? No, no, she was watching the singer. She oh, she's just watching. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. Okay. His head wobbles a little bit more. 
As he walks over to talk to Loma, I'm gonna check him on the way past and lift the uh, potion off him. Okay. Oh, hey, drug. Oh, hey. <laughs> you want to roll? Can I roll? Hand? No problem. I'll roll perception now. Seventeen. Fifteen. Oh! <laughs> hey, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa, Drock, what are you doing? What's going on? Why are you getting all personal here? Oh, sorry, sorry, I was did just... You, what? Did you need some coin? Here, he gives you a gold. Oh, thanks. Yeah, you need more monkey juice, right? I do need more monkey juice. Do you stuff. need more monkey juice? I think I do, here. Right. And he gives you five gold oh, on okay, top of great. that. Thanks. <laughs> Have you gotten any powers yet? No, I haven't gotten any. Mm. How about you? I do feel a little bit more courageous. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like people loved hearing me talk, so mm, the gift of Gab's working. That's awesome. It might be working. It, it might be. <laughs> I, I feel enriched by this whole situation. <laughs> I'll get you another drink and walk okay. off for gold richer. Both of okay. you roll your perceptions. 20. 15. Both of you notice a bugbear waving a belt with a dwarven face on it. <laughs> he's trying to get the attention of Druck. Oh, hey, oh. look at that. He's got a belt just like us. That's great. He walks over to him. <laughs> hey, Bugs, how you doing? What do you mean? I, I can't believe you're so rude, Giovanni. Don't uh, even know the man's name. You just what? start making names up for him. Oh, he's a bugbear. He's Bugs. Right, Bugs? That's fine. You're getting me drinks. My name is Davi. Dobby. Dobby? Oh my goodness, his Dobby name's Dobby. With a V, Dobby. I knew an elf named Dobby once. A pitiful folk. He's just... Dobby. Oh, Dobby. Hmm. There you go. go what else do you have? Oh, uh... Hey, I... I noticed you have a belt just like mine. Giovanni. I got one of those. Here, let me check. Let's get it. That's great. Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni, let's go get that drink real quick before you show him that belt. Giovanni, let me show you a trick. Oh, hold open your vest. A trick? Yeah, hold open your vest. He holds open his vest. I pull out the red statue. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the trick? That's how your vest is supposed to work, young man. Is the statue a trick? Yeah, I pulled it out. First try. Did you Why see don't that? I pull it out of my vest? What's the trick, though? Is I, there a I trick with the red statue? Are you going to yeah. make it disappear? Yes, here. <laughs> here, Davi, identify that. We'll get you a beer post-haste. Oh, by the way, Bugs, that might curse you. We don't know yet. I got that, another one. He that, starts going through, and he whips out a statue of, like, a fertility god. He's like, oops, nope, nope, put that back. <laughs> and he starts going through, starts going through, gets the uh, other statue that matches the red one, but it's white. He's like, you can take a look at that. Oh, let me get my belt, too. He starts going through. Oh, that's neat. Uh, let's go get that beer. While he's doing that, can I try to sneak the belt back into the vest? <laughs> uh, you can try. No, 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 I know. I like the belt. I have a belt just like this. Remember? Oh, hey, Druck, I think we forgot to tell Runar about the stuff down in the... Yeah, anyways, anyways. I got a 15 to try to sink the belt back into his vest. <laughs> I rolled a 21. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'm just... Uh, wow, man, it seems like you've put on a lot of weight, and I start patting him around the valley. <sighs> I don't need another belt that looks just like this. I have one in my vest. Oh, well, um... Let me look. Let me look. <laughs> Roll your insight. Fifteen. You finally recognize that that must be the same belt. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. That is our belt. Did it fall out of my vest? Yes. <gasps> oh. Wait. No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Wait, that's can't. weird. Huh. All right. Well, I'm going to go get a drink now. Jock, you want to go get a drink? Yeah, let's let's <laughs> go get a drink. All right. Hey, before you leave, uh, give over the uh, potion. Potion? Yeah, you know the one that looks like vodka? I mean, water? Uh, 
let me look. And about five minutes past, and he finally gets the thing you were wanting. Here it is. Thank you. Catch. And he throws it your way. <laughs> I catch it? So are you giving those things to Davi? Yes. Okay. So we owe him three beers at this point. <laughs> he puts them back about as fast as Giovanni does. I'll run the uh, beers back to the bugbear. So you all sit down around the table with Davi the bugbear, and he's examining these items. And for the white statue, he quickly says, this is not magical. Sets it aside. Giovanni's hand reaches out of nowhere and grabs it, and he puts it in his vest, <laughs> and he's gone. <laughs> he starts looking at the red one. Runar, you can see, too, that this is clearly a trained wizard's apprentice at the very least. Right. Uh, he slides the red one away from him. Uh, so on a, a scale of uh, one to um, you're going to die tomorrow, uh, how cursed is that? He says there's something definitely wrong with that one. It's been infused with some element or something. Doesn't seem right. Okay. It's uh, At first I thought they were matching figures. Vinra, the fallen dragon god. This one's Scattergall. I'm sorry, scattered gall? Like, the, the gallbladder got scattered? You can roll history or religion. Oh, I got another yeah, 20. Oh, wow. Nice. Uh, for 23, if that makes a difference. Scattergall is the flip side of Vinra. It's one of the generals of the Infernals. It was a major figure during the Tenebris Wars. Okay. And was defeated. And with that role, Runar, you do know that you've heard that there are cults of Scattergall that are trying to bring Scattergall back. What? So it's within normal practices of something like that to maybe try to bastardize dragon eggs or do things that would create different variations of dragons. Hmm. Curious, curious. It was on the bottom of an ocean and a boat. We should have left it there. All right, very well. Uh, <clears throat> Carry on. Were there dragon eggs? Did someone say dragon eggs? Giovanni's there now. Right next to you, Runar. <laughs> hey, what do you find out about the red one? Did you somehow get more stealthy? Normally I hear you clopping like two miles away and just, you know, suddenly you're just right there. <gasps> Superpowers! Oh no. Um, I need another one. I'll be back. <laughs> I'll grab his tail. <laughs> what are you doing? We hey, were having a conversation and then you're just going to run off. I need the powers. I really do feel more courageous. I feel like I can go beat up anybody. Okay, so go beat up the trophy. I mean the statue. The statue? Yes, of Scattergall. You know who Scattergall is? I rolled a 13. You do not know who that is. I do not know who Scattergall is, no. It was a general for Nock that got defeated during the Tenebus Roars and all that, blah, blah, blah. But this is what you need to know. Uh, they like to perverse dragon eggs and do weird rituals, and you have a statue of it. So we can make messed up dragon eggs? No, they perverse the eggs and they hash into something other than exactly normal dragons. Was there a dragon Ooh. egg down the bottom of the... There was, and the cephalopod crew have them. Oh... That could be interesting. That could be interesting. Hey, hey, friend, grab that red satchel and put it back in your vest. Done. Can I get my drink now? I let go of his tail. <laughs> ah, thank you. <laughs> you know, if you don't want me grabbing your tail, why the pants? I don't need pants. You need pants. Not out. <laughs> I'll take another golden monkey drink. I just, but this guy thinks I need pants. He's crazy. Here's a gold. <laughs> Moon Moss says, yeah, the bugbear doesn't wear pants either. 
See, Bugbear doesn't wear pants. Hey, Still stand up, Bug. Let it show everybody that you don't wear pants. <laughs> He's like, well, just what I'm in here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that kind of place. He takes a look at the potion and it kind of shakes it up and he says, oh, this is a potion of swimming. Swimming, you say? Could be useful. So, uh, you didn't find the belt, correct? Oh, yeah. It's a belt of hill giant strength. Hill giant's hair, I think, was built into it. If you wear it, it'll make you stronger. It's dwarven because it's the maker. Sometimes dwarves like to put their own likeness on the things they craft. So that's apparently what the blacksmith looked like that made it. Anything else you need identified? I'm always looking for another drink. I, I think we're good for now. Hey, Runar, a pink chess piece hits you in the head. Hey, see if that's got magical properties. Um, the goat uh, owes you a drink to determine that this is not magical. Just that one little thing, huh? Mm, yep, that's... Any, anybody else in the room, do you want to see what they got? We can see if, if we see any other magical stuff. If I'm going to cast it, it uh, we could look at more than that at one time. Anybody in the room look interesting? Mm. We'll see if they got something magical on them. Nope. Nope. Okay. Not to me, anyway. Runar, a drink goes flying at your head. <laughs> <laughs> they make an attack with the drink. <laughs> Natural one! <laughs> Tries to throw it, it lands right at his feet. Oh. And he buys another drink, and then he throws that one. <laughs> <laughs> the bartender is like, hey, quit that! <laughs> he missed the second time. I rolled too. a seven for the second. It's... All right, you're cut off. No uh, more for what? the Seder. What are you talking about? Why would I be cut off? The scruffy guy at the bar says, uh, you're wasting his good drinks. I'm paying for each one of those, for goodness sakes, and wait until I sing songs later. I have a song about a cat that beats of a crocodile. You'll love every second of it. Uh, I walk up, beer-soaked, to the bar, grab a proper drink. He goes, he owes you for this one, um, if it isn't already covered. And uh, do you have a towel, a rag, something I, I to do. dry myself off with because somebody threw a beer at my feet <laughs> and it exploded everywhere? Tosses it at you. I catch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I to stare daggers at Giovanni as I walk the drink back to the bugbear to determine whether or not the piece is magical. Okay. Giovanni tells the bartender, this cat guy's a little uptight. Just a little. The bartender's not happy with you. Wiping beer off the <laughs> top of the bar. <laughs> oh, let me help you with that. And he starts putting some of the loose beer into his hand and drinking it. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Ooh, glass. Shot of glass. <laughs> it's like foaming at your chin. <laughs> uh, tell me, uh, Mr. Mr. Bugbear, uh, could Davi. you... Davi. Mr. Yes. Catman. You know, I deserve that. Here's your beer. I apologize for Giovanni. And, uh, is this magical? Or no? I'm assuming it isn't. Is it... Uh, give me a few minutes. Okay. I look over the newly rats in a way. I have so much curiosity about your story. How and where did you meet? Oh. Uh, what, and how was your proposal? We... And da 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 da. <laughs> she says, well, thank you for asking. And she starts going into this full blown story. It's a little bit Romeo and Juliet because he's a tiefling. She's a Saradin. And they were not supposed to be together. They lived in Aurora. And you're sorry you asked. No, I'm not. I am not sorry. (laughs) He literally hangs off every word. It's just like, oh, this is such a fascinating story. I just love it when I hear the stories about other married couples. Giovanni, the pirate bard, Erwin, catches your attention. And he's like pointing at her. And he kind of shrugs, puts his hands up like... 
across the room sort of saying, have you figured anything out? Any thoughts? Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Erwin, yes. Um, okay. So what's Aloma and Bosch look like again? She's got a nose ring. She's blonde. She actually looks a lot like the lady that's on the stage. Smaller framed woman, okay. fair skinned, fair hair. Giovanni walks up to her with two drinks. And he says, hello, Aloma. How have you been tonight? Do I know you? I'm Giovanni Merson. You may have heard of me. And he smiles. Has she heard of him? Giovanni Merson. Uh, are you a pirate? Well, I mean, I like to call myself an adventurer. But yes, a lot of people think I'm a pirate. Call me a pirate. I love the pirate lifestyle. Should I be concerned? You're surrounded by pirates. Oh, I suppose. No reason to be afraid of me. I've got a loot, for goodness sakes. And he takes a drink from one of the drinks. What's your story, Aloma? I just travel around and play, make my money. I'm sure you do similar. I absolutely do the same thing. Typically, I'm on a ship, though. I like ships a lot. I like being out on the sea. Well, I don't mind the sea. I just kind of go where life takes me. I don't blame you. That's the only way to live. See that cat man over there? The man with the yellow eyes? Yes, and the cattail, yep, yep. Uh-huh. He's a little, what you would say, uh, uptight. I gotta always try to get him to have fun. He did lose his wife, though. He's kind of, like, separated from his wife. That's pretty sad. I know how that goes. You get separated from your loved one, you know. How about you, Aloma? You got a loved one? And he lifts up the second drink towards her. And then he starts drinking the second <laughs> drink. <laughs> Roll your insight. Fifteen. You could say that. Um, there's, you know, someone back home, and you get the feeling that she's uncomfortable with that question. Oh, don't worry, I only have one love, my lady, so you don't have to worry about me. I just like good stories. And again, I've lost my love, too, so I know how it goes. My love's back home or somewhere, I don't know. Roll your inside again. 17. You also notice that she's keeping her loot away from you. There's something about the way she's standing that she keeps making sure that she is between you and the loot. That's a very nice loot. What do you got there? Can I take a look at it? You can take a look at mine. And he holds it up. Uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry. No, no one, no one touches my loot. It's a, it's a superstitious thing. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I kind of understand that. You know, I don't like it when people touch my loot. It's kind of, uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Have you had these golden <laughs> monkey drinks? They are great. They are very potent, I've noticed. Plotent is the right word. No, right? no it's potent. You said plotent. Did I potent, really? Yes, that, oh. the right word is potent. Whoa. Whoa. I think they're a little potent. I think they are a little plotent. Plotent, yeah. He, how, how much do you think that little golden monkey's worth that's on that beer tap? Say someone were to take that in the evening time and go sell it on the market. What do you think they'd get for that? <laughs> well, that's a good question. Can't be worth too much. They wouldn't have it in this little shack, would they? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I don't mean to be rude, but I, I have to prepare. I'm going up next. Well, what's your song going to be about? Oh, it's about unrequited love. Oh, very cool, very cool. Is uh, your uh, loot magical by chance? She steps backwards from you a little bit. No, it's it's just a superstition. Hmm, I have an idea. What do you think about this? This would be so much fun now that we're best friends. <laughs> What if you and I, for the heck of it, swap loots tonight and we play? Wouldn't that be great? No, I- no. I th- Thank you. Uh, good luck. I look forward to seeing you play. I'm going to sit back down and mentally prepare for my set. Thank mm. you. Mm. Thank you. 
All right. Thank right. you. Hey, Runa, drug. These drinks are very potent, by the way. <laughs> the word's potent. That's what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> Did the guy identify that the chest piece was not magical? No, I'm sorry. There is no magical qualities here. Oh, Giovanni, he cast detect magic, and he said your chest piece is not magical. Thanks. Throw it back. Okay. I chuck it full speed at him. Okay, all right. I rolled a two. Goes right into the vest. Okay. Well, so you cast Detect Magic. So you have uh, ten minutes, I believe, on Detect Magic. Is that correct? Just a little bit of effort, a little bit of thought. Concentration, if you will, on the spell. You have some wizard training, do you? Yes, yes. Long story short, I'm not able to utilize the full extent of it. Well, that's too bad. It is rather unfortunate. Where'd you train? I trained in the Antiquarium of Solisium. Where's that? It is a very long distance away. The only reasonable way to get there is teleportation. I trained in the Zendalon. Hmm, I've heard of that. That's over um, to the east, yeah? Yes. They kicked me out, though, because I was more interested in divination war magics. They don't have much patience for things beyond abjuration and evocation. It's rather unfortunate. I always found that the divination spells were rather potent. That's why I say, and it gets me drinks. Big smile, and he's got all kinds of beer foam hanging off his big walrusy mustache. Right, right, right. But you, uh, while, while you're maintaining that spell, you must just take a look around, see if there's anything of note, I suppose. Well, I mean, your friend's vest glows. Yeah, I knew that. You know, it acts like a bag of holding, but he doesn't seem to be able to use it correctly. That's convenient, right there on his chest. It's it's not convenient. The user makes it highly inconvenient. <laughs> <laughs> he just sort of gives you a little bit of a rundown on the different magical items that are sitting around. There's a couple of potions in that guy's pouch. There's a couple of magical blades among the group. And things like bags of holding, or just kind of common items. He says there's one peculiar thing about that lady. She has something magical in her loot. In it's the loot. not it's not the loot itself. Hmm. That's peculiar. You think the loot would just be magical? I mean not unheard of for bards to have magical instruments. Hmm. One right over there, in fact, and he kinda of points out a guy that has a, a flute that apparently is magical. Curious, but you say it's inside the loot. Mm-hmm. That's curious. Yeah. I don't know anybody in here that would do anything with that information whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. I hope you enjoyed your beers. I very much did. I had excellent stories from you and the lovely married couple. I forgot their names. I'm so terrible with names. I barely even remember my wife's name some days. It's a miracle she's still married to me. Oh. Do you remember it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be really hard to find her. <laughs> uh, it's not so much that I forgot her name. It's just that her name is very... It's, I just feel like people would use it against me, and I just don't really feel like sharing it. I do apologize. Well, that that's your prerogative. That's okay. Hey, Thank guys. Guys, guys. Hey, I just talked to Aloma. Have you heard of Aloma before? She's right over there. Oh, the part with the thing in her loop. Yes, her name's Aloma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's very nice. Yes. She's very nice. She's very nice. Okay. Yes. yes. Very nice. So, did she, does she talk about her loot at all? Just... Well, yeah, of course. Every bard talks about their loot, you know. We're not 
So what's uh, so no, what? <laughs> We're not barbarians. <laughs> That's right. Unless you're a barbarian bard, which those are pretty fun, by the way. <laughs> you know, one time I saw this bard. Shut up! <laughs> whoa! Whoa! Excuse I was, me. I was trying to ask you a question, and you just start rambling about everything. He turns to bugs and goes, "Monkey Golden Courage, right there. Look at that. It's working." <laughs> I haven't had any. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Haven't had any. I've given you like five. You threw two at me for <laughs> Davi here. Yes, for Dobby, yes. <sighs> Over your shoulder, you see the orc bartender staring daggers. <laughs> and so did... Was it Loma? Was it... Yes. Aloma. She, Aloma. Aloma. Aloma Bosch. Did she talk about what was inside her, inside her loot? Inside of her loot? Whoa, I would never ask a woman that. My this God. This is not use it. <laughs> <laughs> she has some sort of magical item inside her loot, you nutter. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's too personal. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't talk about what's inside our loot. Jeez. <laughs> I said I'm a bard, not a barbarian, right? My goodness. But see that guy over there, Irvin? Irwin? Like, he wants to make a bet on there, and so there's this whole thing, but I'm totally going to put money on Aloma and tell Irwin that I put money on him. She's cheating, then. If there's a duel. She's cheating? Yeah, she has a thing inside her loot that's magical. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of falling in love with this lady. I don't know why, but... Because you're um, drunk and you don't know the true meaning of love. I don't believe you uh, really love Peggy Sue. Oh, don't get me started on Peggy Sue. Boy, I miss Peggy Sue. Where, where is Peggy Sue? What port did you leave this poor lady in? <laughs> oh, my Peggy Sue. And he starts walking away and he gets the wand out. <laughs> Do you point it out yourself? He does. And he walks further away. He's going to take a minute to cry in the corner about Peggy Sue. <laughs> feels good to break him. I mean, it feels so bad for him. <laughs> a halfling comes walking around with a ledger, and he starts asking for bets. Oh, you're the Bucky. Yes, what are the odds? It's actually... And he looks over at Edwin, and he's like, I'm sorry, man. It's 50 to 1. Don't apologize, no. Uh Is that because of the magic item in her loot? Some of the people have magical instruments. That's that's allowed. There's no, nothing illegal about that. I'm not betting. This is, seems like a terrible bet. I mean, she's pretty good, but, well, there's always like, people that like to go against the odds. Because the payoff's so good. Okay, so if ten people bet on her, put a gold on her each, right? So it's ten gold that you receive. And then if she wins, you have to pay out twenty gold. I don't like to do math. I'm just a bookie. Yeah, right. this sounds like a lot of statistics. I'll put 50 on the, uh, whatever the you incredible odds are. You're putting 50 on the incredible odds? Yeah. I think Loma's going so down. You're betting for Irwin. Irwin. Irwin the pirate. I'll take 50 gold on Irwin the pirate. What are the odds again? 50 to 1. Those sound like amazing odds. <laughs> he looks at you. Are you serious? Sure, why not? We'll take your money. Okay. What? I look at him smugly. <laughs> What's your name? Drunk. Spell that. <laughs> D-R-U-K! <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> it's D-R-O-C-H. I'm just going to write skull-faced elf. <laughs> Did you do that on purpose? You try to scare people to be intimidating? Is this a tribal thing? I thought I told you this was a tribal yeah. thing. 
We already had this conversation. I don't remember anything. <laughs> You've been drinking, so. <laughs> Giovanni shows up and goes, time travel, see? <laughs> Here's another one. Stop. It's a golden monkey beer. I stop and I look at the beer in my hand. I look at Giovanni and wait for him to walk away. I'm not walking away. Oh, I just I just hold it until you do. Okay. You drink up, drink up. Come it's, on. Hey, at, what at are this you? Point hey. with all the trouble he's giving you, it smells good. Yeah, smell it. Like he puts his nose like kind of into it on accident. <laughs> oh, yeah, that smells like. Drink this up. This will be delicious. Foaming on his beard again. And he wipes his nose a little bit. So. Did you say you were friends of Irvin, or did I misunderstand you? Oh, he came up blabbing about how I should put a bet on him. But okay. Aloma's totally going to win. You think she's going to win? Yeah, apparently she's amazing. Wait a minute. I'm in the... Oh, wait, no, duel. Never mind, duel. Just those two. So... Because uh, I would win if I went up against them. Huh. Okay. Speaking of which, where do you put the bets down around here? See the little <laughs> halfling clucking bets over there? All right, I'm going to go talk to him. I wait until he's a good distance away. Okay. And then I chuck the beer at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, attack roll. Ah! Oh, net one! <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Moon like, cat's cut off. <laughs> I don't fight, care. Runa, how could you waste a perfectly good drink like that? Oh, I was just trying to give it back to you. Why didn't you catch it? You're supposed to drink them. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was throwing it in the back of your head because you threw a beer at me. Hey, Halfling, I gotta put 20 gold down on Aloma, okay? Yeah, 20 on Aloma, fine. Probably get, uh, you know, a couple gold out of that, maybe. I don't know. I don't, I don't like math. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Who needs it? You know what? Let me put one gold down on that Erwin fella, though, too. Um, okay. Erwin's looking across the room, shrugging, hands up. Anything? Did you come up with any idea for me? <laughs> Giovanni lip syncs. You can beat her, buddy, and gives him a <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He's like <laughs> crestfallen. Oh, no. What am I going to do? He goes up and plays the hurdy-gurdy a little bit. Like, it's his turn. For, like, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. What is going on? Is there a cat getting killed? Oh, it's Erwin. Oh. He's just warm. <laughs> He's just warming up. <laughs> oh my god, he's the worst player I've ever heard in my life. I want to destroy that instrument now. Jeez. Hurdy Gurdy's just like a crank that turns. <laughs> I hear gears grinding and a mouse getting tortured or something. I have no, oh, That's about it. <laughs> Alright. Halfling, I gotta go talk to him. We'll see you later, Bookie Halfling. That's bad at math. <laughs> He goes over to Erwin. Yeah. Uh, is this how you play? Is this is this uh this what you do? It's like I I thought that I'd be able to find a way to figure out what's wrong with her. Why does she play so well? Well, have you ever um practiced before? Because uh you know to to get good at things you need to kind of practice stuff and <laughs> most of the time I act involves <laughs> involves me um. Uh, Fake, you know, like dying in the end. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of fitting. Oh, well, looks like he's got half of it started. <laughs> Maybe that's why I get all the applause. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Does, uh, don't does anybody, leave it with the finale. Does anybody ever throw a coin at you in like a very aggressive way towards your head? Hard. 
Yeah, a, a couple of <laughs> drinks have come by really quick tonight, too. Oh, um, well, here, buddy. Um, how are you on a loot? You want to use my loot? Um, is it magical? No. Damn it. He hands him the loot and says, uh, give, it, give it a strum. See, see how, how does it sound for you? Try it out. <laughs> um, you know, he sounds passable, for sure. He plays a little quick ditty. Use this instead. Do you want to use this instead? Um, well, sure, yeah. All right, he takes the hurdy-gurdy and he chucks it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to sit and try to coach up Erwin. Okay. Can I roll something to see how well I do on coaching? Uh, sure. Make okay. a performance check. Roll performance here. <laughs> Roll an eight. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, uh, no, you gotta be good, though, when you do it. That's good teaching right there. Like, no, no, but don't, no, no, don't, don't suck, suck at it. Be good at it. <laughs> stop sucking so much at it. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, and so up until that duel, he's going to be working with him quite a bit. Okay. He keeps drinking, too. Alright. So progressively it gets worse and worse for teaching. <laughs> so Druck, you do see that he's taking an interest in the guy that you put a lot of money on, and he's not horribly crazy good. At some point Giovanni turns to you, Druck, and does the finger across the throat thing, like shaking his head no, and pointing at this guy. <laughs> but you do know that the, his opponent does have something in her loot. Right. right. Is she anywhere that I can, like, see her, or...? Yeah, she's just been in the audience at this point. She's actually kind of tuning it right now. Okay, I'm going to stealth up behind her and just kind of lurk in the shadows and try to be as inconspicuous as I can be and hope that she uh, puts her loot down for a second and try and... (laughs) Okay, make a stealth check. Come on, stealth! Ooh, that's pretty good. 24. She doesn't seem to notice you standing right behind her at <laughs> <laughs> her table. <laughs> this poor lady. <laughs> just with creepos all around. You realize, too, because there's all these candles all over the place, which seems weird with the foliage. And, and right. there's a point where you kind of accidentally brush your hand over one and realize it's all magical. Oh, light. okay. You're just sort of standing there with this candle right above your head. <laughs> You've got an idea. She does set it beside her for just a second. As she starts to prep her outfit, you know, she's kind of tightening up her laces and making sure she's ready for performance. As soon as she sets it down, I'm going to try and snap my hand okay. in there. And fly make, just make it straight on stealth. Ooh, that's not bad either. 23. Just as you're reaching in, she actually starts a sneezing fit. There's a scroll in there and you pull it out. Pocket the scroll and just completely statue myself away. <laughs> Sort of Charlie Chaplin along the wall. Okay. Like I'm just a statue that's slowly moving away from her. <laughs> you slowly go by Giovanni Erwin and you hear this terrible loot playing. <laughs> Giovanni get all mad. <laughs> One more stealth check. Oh, no. Just for the exit. Oh, this is not great. Ten. She turns your way, and after she's done wiping her face from her sneezing, right. and you're just like awkwardly creeping along the walls, she looks at you. I look at her, shh, <laughs> and I keep moving away. <laughs> she is distracted. She just shakes her head at you, and I, maybe it was because she's been dealing with people like Giovanni all night. She just kind of shakes her head, like, okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna sidle up to uh, Giovanni. How's it going? Oh, 
God, this guy's terrible. Hey, Erwin, uh, earmuffs, earmuffs. Cover your ears for a second. <laughs> this guy's terrible. We're gonna lose. Hey, uh, you know that thing that was in Paloma's loot? Uh, I extracted it. <laughs> um, do I really want to know about this? I was up against the wall. Uh, I was right behind her. Oh my gosh. Uh, um, I slid my hand way up in there. <laughs> I think she said she was sneezing. <laughs> I slid my hand back out. <laughs> there was something magical. Oh, wait, what's the scroll? What's this scroll? Put it in the loot. I don't know what it does, but it was the uh, magic scroll that was in her loot. Oh, that was... It was in the loot. It was literally You're in the loot. talking about the scroll and... Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Got, what? What were you... Th- oh, not... No, I... I'm Sorry, I'm very distracted by Erwin. Sorry. You disgust me, sir. <laughs> I walk away. Jeez, uh, Erwin, what was that all about? Hey, Erwin, by the way, um, this is going into the loot, and don't talk about it, and have fun. <laughs> You're going to be just fine, and he pats him on the back. Like, go ahead and practice real quick. You're, like, shoving it in your own loot? Yes. Go ahead. Give it a try. Give it a try. Let me see how you are. I think you're going to do good now. Mm, he doesn't seem to be playing any better. <laughs> I slide back over. Okay. All right. Maybe we have to do something real quick. Give me the scroll. He takes the scroll out and hands it to you. All right. I slide over to uh, Davi. Hey, uh, Davi. You know all those beers that we were getting you? I do. Can you take one more look at this for me? I could have just done that. It used to be a wizard. Okay, can you take a look at this? <laughs> Davi's like ready for his next beard. Oh. <laughs> I try to read the arcane runes on the scroll to determine what it is. No! <laughs> what? Davi, I'll be right back with a beer. Oh my god. Another nat one. I rolled oh that one. Oh my god. <laughs> you know, this is blood, right? Oh, okay, so what kind of necromancy is it? The longer he looks at it, the more his eyes go wide and his mustache starts shaking. This is some sort of deal with a devil? Oh, Mm, neat. Contract, possibly? So this is probably not something that Erwin can use to enhance his... All right. Um, (laughs) All right, I'm going to go ahead and uh, take the scroll and put it in the only place that I know that it'll never be found again. Slide a hand for... You're trying to put it in his vest? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 27? <laughs> just as you think I spot you, I just turn and go, I, I can't take this anymore. <laughs> it's so <laughs> bad. Let's go talk to Ron. Erwin, I'll be back. Maybe I won't. Well, I need to get my loot. I'll be back with my loot. Don't mess it up, please. I have a crazy idea. Hear me out. You just have him do a melodrama, like pantomime acting out, and I'll cast silence on the room so that he can't screw it up. I, I maybe it's the beer. I don't know. I, what do you say? It sounds like a bad idea, but I'm a hundred percent behind it. <laughs> All right. Can you, can you All inspire right. Erwin? I can try to inspire, but man, we gave him a magical item, and he's still terrible. <laughs> Hopefully, nobody put too much money down on him. I'm going to lose the gold. Wait. Wait. What? Huh? Nothing. Oh, it's fine. Yeah. He bet fifty. No, I only bet one gold. No, not you, him. Wait, you, oh, truck! <laughs> you put money down on him? I seemed, it was a lark, and then I was like, wait, now I'm invested in it. What What were the odds again? 50 or 1. 
Oh, we got to make him win. <laughs> That'd be a lot of gold. That's a lot of gold. Yeah. All right. Erwin, okay. Erwin. He walks over and he has one of his like half drunk golden monkey beers. And he says, you need to drink this right away. Did I tell you how much you're improving? You're doing so well. You're doing so Ooh. well. He hands you back the empty glass. He totally chugged it. Um, this is going to give you superpowers, my friend. I walk over. Irvin, I have a question for you. How good are your pantomime skills? Uh, like, guy in a box? Yeah. <laughs> Pirates and mimes don't mix. Nobody likes mimes. Didn't you know that? <laughs> like, nobody. They get punched in the face. Like, that's how much people don't like mimes. You're about to get punched in the face. Erwin says, can I ask you a question? Me? Yeah. Uh, uh, you certainly may. Where did that guy come from? Who's that guy? You turn around and all three of you are shadowed by this large hooded figure in a dark coat. Roll your initiatives. 17. 18. I got a 10. This dark figure says, You may not take the contract. Flashes his hands out in front of him and you see big claws. Truck, you're going first. I would like to get as far away from him as possible. As you start moving through the bar, everybody else besides you three and Irwin are ethereal. It's like they're shadows of themselves, and this figure has apparently drawn you into whatever little dimension he wanted you to be in. Oh. So you're seeing the bar, but it's just a shadow version of the bar. Okay. And you realize that you just walked through somebody as you started to move. Like, they're not really there with you. Okay. Back up as far as I can. I'm going to go ahead and take a shot at him. Okay. 15? 15 misses. Dang. Air goes by. Pathetic. Giovanni, it's your turn. He says... Listen here, devil man, I've got the power of a golden monkey, and I'm going to slash you through the heart. And I rolled a nine to hit. Nine will not hit. Not this time, but next time. <laughs> it says, you are weak. The rapier in your hand turns red hot. Ah! Take nine points of fire damage. Oh! Your rapier drops to the ground with a clank. He also takes a swipe at you. You take six points of slashing damage, Giovanni. Okay. As his claw just comes across, and you also take another four points of acid damage. It's sort of oozing this acid off of his hands. This is too good. Runar, it's your turn. I'm gonna like look around. The ethereal plane. Nope, nope. I have to get back to my wife, and I pounce on him. Furry of blows. I'm going all in. Okay. Well, that one doesn't hit. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> oh, good God. I was just about to say, at least you got all your ones out of the way. No. <laughs> you, got, you got a lot of his ones out of the way. Uh, 11. Should miss. Yeah. How about an 18? 18 hits. Uh-huh. Seven points of damage. Okay. That one just sort of straight torso hit. I mean, you feel like you affect him, but it's just not as effective as you think it should have been. <laughs> Try again, my friend. Erwin takes Giovanni's loot like a bat and swings it at the devil. Oh, and he hits him. <laughs> the devil barely moves. Just smashes and splinters it. You think you can beat me? Druck, it's your turn. I'm going to see how effective we're being at the moment and pull out one of the glue, glue tail. tails. Yeah, and try taking a shot at him. All right. Oh! 
That's a natural 20. Oh, yes. nice. 22 points of damage. Nice. This hits him in the chest and sinks in. He's still standing, but this hurt. Giovanni, he's standing in front of you. You dropped your weapon. You just saw him get hit with a pretty good arrow shot from Druck. Giovanni goes, Erwin, you Nick Whitney. Tries to grab the loot from Erwin. And he says, devil man. And he pulls out the contract. And he goes, you need this. And he's waving at him. Just take it. Do I get my loot back? Uh, you do, but it's broken in half. It's just pieces. <sighs> so, it actually does rip it out of your hands, and then it's also going to swipe at you as well. He swipes wide, almost hits Erwin, and oh, that'd be okay. I rolled a one. <laughs> Runar, it's your turn. Let us out now. He's going to attack with a flurry of blows, and guess what the first attack was? One? It was a one. Oh, good gosh. <laughs> I did get an 18 and a 23. Both of those hit? Six points each. He just kind of stares down at you when you hit him. It is pointless to fight me. Erwin basically yells, I'm sorry! And he flashes his hands out, and it's like glitter just comes flying from his hands. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I hate this guy even more! But it does cover the devil in this glitter, which will give advantage to the next attack. And we'll have glitter on us for about three months. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and it's going to never go away. It'll be all over in your loot. No. In my fur. It <laughs> will not be in his loot. Druck, you're up. All right, I'm going to take another blue tail. I'll go ahead and take a shot out. 16? 16 hits. Oh, goodness. Okay. 16 points of damage? Catches him kind of a lower gut off to the side. Giovanni, he has not gone away. He has the contract in his hand, but he doesn't seem to be letting you off the hook. Listen here, you shadowy faced dolt. Why don't you quit pretending like you're some tough guy and shave your wings down a little bit more and pretend that you're very, oh, anti angel? I'm a demon. Look at me. I'm casting vicious mockery. <laughs> nice. He's going to make a wisdom saving throw. He failed. He takes three points of psychic damage, and then his next attack roll is disadvantage. How dare you? You are mine. Not scared. <laughs> <laughs> takes another swing at you with disadvantage. Oh, please. Please miss. <laughs> it just swipes down. As it swipes, the acid actually falls from its sleeve, sprays across your face, and the claws just catch you under the chin. Moon Ma, you're not working. And Giovanni passes out. Mm. <laughs> it's going to look at Brunar, and for a second you can see its face. This sort of shriveled, shrunken skull. Almost like there's an inner light in the hood. Make a constitution saving throw. No! <laughs> That's a no. A seven will not pass. I don't think There is no constitution check in the world where a seven passes. <laughs> So for one minute, you are weakened. Uh, it's your turn. I just look at him. I used to be a wizard. Do you think this is going to slow me down? I do believe a 22 will hit. Yeah, for sure. Does a 16 hit? Yep. And 14. 14 does not hit. Uh, I do four points of damage and then five points of damage with the two punches. All right. Again, crack, crack. And he moves away for the last one. Erwin just rolled a 20. Nice! So... 
Erwin, after spraying the glitter, he takes a dagger from his belt and whips it the direction of the devil and hits him fairly solidly. But a uh, dagger of Erwin's is now stuck kind of under its collarbone. Nice. All right, uh, another blue tail. Okay. 19 to hit? Yeah, it hits. 17 points of damage? So this one hits him almost where the dagger is. This thing starts to look like it's swaying a little bit. Okay, I'm going to make that same throw. Oh, I got a nine. <laughs> okay. What a tease. It's going after Druck at this point. I'm coming for you, elf. Comes up on you and swipes twice. Just kind of slides across your ribs for seven point slashing, one point acid. Okay. You will never win. Runar. 19 to hit. That hits. Seven points. All right. You come in, fist flailing, punch him, and acid just sort of sprays from it under his hood. <laughs> Suddenly, everything goes from black and white to you're in the bar. Everything goes back to normal. As that happens, too, the contract is floating in front of you. It floats and just sort of lands on Giovanni. Should I roll another death save? Yes. Three! Mm. Um, do we have a, a potion? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in his coat. Oh, hey, I got this. I go grab his coat, pull it off him, dump it upside oh, down. Oh, good God. Really? Oh, no. You don't even know Why? what's in there. I don't. It's almost like you're suddenly standing on a heap of stuff. Why did oh, you... Why is he having this much stuff? <laughs> I Do I see faster. the potion? Uh, it's certainly not faster, is it? No, it is not. <laughs> yes, you're like, okay, where is it? Yeah, you find it sort of wedged between some sort of weird animal trap. Which is thankfully not set. Okay. <laughs> and some sort of little helmet that he apparently picked up at one point. And a paddle game. <laughs> I grab the uh, potion and just right. shove it down. Good. Uh, you get six points. Giovanni wakes up and is like, oh, My stuff! <laughs> Sorry I, about that. What in the world is going on? I'll hold up a pair of pants. You have pants! Oh, yes, I have lots of stuff. What in the world are we doing here? Uh, How much stuff do you... Listen, you should put these on. He is so mad right now. He goes up and grabs his vest. He starts angrily putting stuff into his vest. I start grabbing stuff from the floor and start just tucking it in pockets and whatnot. People are just in awe of the mess that just suddenly occurred in the middle of <laughs> nothing, the bar. Nothing to see here. Uh, Ma's like, I, I think it's time for them to go. Put these pants on. You will look much better with these pants on. Can't believe you were worried about pants right now. You dumped all of my stuff out because of pants. Well, no, I was looking for the potion to save your life. Davi the bugbear is like, they're fine. Yeah. Just let them be, Mooma. Giovanni is so mad. A lot of time has passed to get all of this stuff in his vest, and he's getting every last little thing. And when you think he has it all done, he starts putting bits of his loot inside of his vest as well. He's <laughs> super mad. I'm just quietly trying to assist in this whole endeavor. Just What in the world happened to Druck? Uh, well, do you remember that uh, demon devil thing that we were fighting? Oh, yeah. yeah. He killed you. Yeah, you don't remember a whole lot after that, do you? <sighs> no, I don't. Yeah. The last thing that you pick up 
the contract. Can we burn this? You know, you have been drinking a lot. And I don't see any pretzels or peanuts around. It does sound pretty good. Right? (laughs) Maybe some pretzels and peanuts would make me feel better. (laughs) Thank you. I just kind of slide him the contract. I'll I'll see if I can't find you something. He's like holding the contract towards your face. (laughs) I'll see if I can't find you something to eat. Don't worry about it. He grabs the contract and starts chewing on it. (laughs) And he starts walking over to the bar as he's chewing on it. And I'm, like, in front of him trying to get him to step into the pants to put the pants on him. He's kicking at you. I'm going to roll an attack, actually, to kick okay. at you on one of them. I rolled a natural one! What <laughs> in the world? Oh, my God! Can I get Is that bad enough for me to get the pants on him? <laughs> yeah, he kicks right into the pant leg as you're holding it. You're like, yes! Come on, just no, put, the, not, put, the no. put the other one on! You'll look better! Ugh! Goes up to the bar and sits down with one pant leg on, and the other pant leg is hanging off the side of him. Alright, chewing on this devil's contract. <laughs> Give me something else besides this golden monkey stuff. I don't I don't think this golden monkey thing's really happening tonight. It's almost like it's a ruse, or, you know, maybe a sales pitch? I don't know. Give me some peach wine. I'll take some peach wine. There's probably lovely peaches around here in the jungle. No, it's not how that works. <laughs> banana, banana wine. I'll take banana wine tonight. That actually makes sense. Pineapple? Oh, I'll take pineapple wine as well. You realize that Erwin's been standing there, like... Shocked about the whole... Completely shocked about yeah. what happened. They're like, Erwin is next against Aloma! I grab Erwin by both cheeks right into his face. Channel this experience. And then I slowly let go of him. <laughs> and then I kiss him on the nose. <laughs> Giovanni looks over at Runar and Irvin and is just mad. He's so mad and he's drinking his fruity wine. Irwin says, I'm I'm sorry about the loot. If I win, I promise that I'll give you this one. Fair? Give you what one? My loot. Yeah, he's got a few instruments on yeah, him, he's doesn't got a few he? Different things. Break a leg, my friend. So a funny story about that idiom, it's actually from the old you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they halfling goes up and announces Aloma and the pirate, Erwin. Aloma seems distraught. They talk to her and kind of work her up onto the stage. You can see that her makeup's run a little bit. She clearly doesn't feel right. And they go into the worst loot duel. Just too bad. Accusations. Just terrible. While Luluma's going, I just boo. <laughs> boo. Giovanni says the Mooma. I thought she was supposed to be good. She's terrible. Get off the stage. <laughs> At the beginning of it, she's sort of the head. He gets ahead a little bit later. You know, there's sort of movements in the songs that they're playing. And then just towards the end, he finally gets his groove. And Erwin ends up winning. He rolled a 20 right at the end. Woohoo! <laughs> Giovanni's still mad looking. He doesn't care. And he had placed a bet on himself. He's pretty excited when he gets done. And he goes, here, I'm getting a better one. And hands you a loot and runs away <laughs> all excited with the money that he's going to make. Giovanni throws the loot behind him. He doesn't care. <laughs> All right, it's time to go, says Moon Ma, who just got hit with the loot. Uh, can, can I can I have that loot? Are you are you going to use it? 
I need my uh, 50 gold, please, since I put one down for Erwin. Yeah, I need uh, <laughs> I need to talk to somebody about my uh, wager. That halfling's around, right? Druck, he didn't run off, did he? Oh, I'm checking for the halfling now. <laughs> Do we see him? Now that you mention it. Roll your perception. I rolled a 19. Giovanni, do you see the halfling? The halfling is trying to sneak out the back door. Giovanni and Drug will swiftly <laughs> slide right in front of the door. No, 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 no. Pay up, my friend. Ah, uh, he gets out his ledger. Yep, I put 50 on her one, didn't I? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna need that. Uh, let, let, me, let me collect. I gotta collect first, so I... Oh, yeah, no, that's fine. We'll just hang Let's, out by the yeah. doors. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll collect with you. I yep. got nothing better to do. I'll Other walk answer. around and collect with him. Okay. <laughs> Turns into enforcer. There's a few people that are not wanting to give up their money because they thought it was a sure thing. Right, right, right. In the end, you end up with 2,500 gold. On- now I'm rich. <laughs> Let's get out of here. I can't play later on because, you know, I don't have an instrument at the moment. Here's a I'm a little soured right now. I understand. Get that loot out of my face. <laughs> How far away from uh, Sandalwood are we? Just a few miles. Is it just a few In miles? the jungle. Okay. At nighttime. Watch my back, would you? No bad could possibly come from this. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. We did get kicked out. And we did also follow your map. I'm going to ask Davi real quick. And I hold up the map that we followed. This is the map that we followed. Is this the fastest way back to Sandalwood, or hmm. are we just like right across the street from Sandalwood? <laughs> I get the I get the sense that we're right across goes, the street. Yeah, from I don't know Sandalwood. what's happening with this map, but yeah, you could be back. In, just take a left and ten, yeah. It'd, okay, it'd be about a fifteen minute walk. <laughs> I don't see what's so funny here, Druck. No, it's it's not it's not funny. Cause yeah, see, we had to do all this walking when we didn't have to. You know what I mean? The real that's not tre- cool. That's not funny. No. <laughs> the real treasure, though, was the friendships we made along the way. Oh, I hate Irvin and Maloma now. I can't stand them. <laughs> I'm kind of mad about Runar too. I. With that, I am trying to sneak the loot into his vest. <laughs> Would you guys quit touching me all night long? Cheese. All right. Uh, well, the good news is we got a little money, so. Maybe we go, uh, I'll go find a new instrument and... Fancy loot right here. He s- almost smashes it on the ground, <laughs> but he would never destroy an instrument intentionally. <laughs> and he sets it on the ground. Says you can bury it. So Drunk and Giovanni walk away <laughs> expecting <laughs> Runarda. He just like kind of looks at it and goes, shrugs his shoulders. And he catches up. So, it occurred to me, uh, during that battle, um, I need to get this curse removed and be a wizard again. Um, it's been twice now where I would have been a lot more effective in the fight as a wizard than what I am now. Well, we're headed towards... I, I mean, kind of. I, I'll need to look at a map, but I think I can figure out where the cultist compound is that... What? Is... Did you just say cultists? I did say cultists. Why? So, I was doing a dig, like, not dissimilar to the one we found on that yeah. island. With the, you know, okay. Yep, yep. Um, and we found a um, shrine to an ancient cat god. 
Like, we get yeah, it. We yeah, get it. Your yeah, curse yeah. turning into a cat, yes. Yep, yep. Uh, it may have been part of the um, this cult to the cat god that showed up, and they tried to use the powers, and they tested it on me first, and really just want rid of it. And I also wanted it away from the cults. But if we go back, I might be able to get rid of the power, and they can just give it to whomever they want. Where are they at? Um, I would have to look at a map. I'm not... Where is this cult in relation to Portmanteau? Because I thought we were going to Portmanteau. It's to the uh, northwest from Portmanteau. <sighs> my head hurts. My head hurts. I, my God, I got, we got to get to Sandalwood. Moonmaw's grumbling as he cleans up the bar. He's trying to put some sort of semblance to what has been left here after this crazy night. He finds some of his maps that he sends out to people to find the place and sorts them out and stacks them neatly. And he turns around and looks at the keg and the golden monkey of Moon Ma is gone. Thanks for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. <laughs> don't forget to like and subscribe. And I don't know what other the social things that the kids are saying nowadays. I, so, um, Druck, did you did you get a sending stone? I'm not familiar with you being able to cast spells. Uh, no. Do you have a sending stone? No, it would be most useful. We should I, get one. I might have one of my vests. Hold on. <laughs> No. Wait, first First, I need to remember to like and subscribe to D4 on the floor, though. And follow them on the social you, stuff. You guys keep saying this back and forth. Like, who are you talking to? Magic that is beyond your comprehension. Clearly, but I'm the wizard, sort of. Not at all anymore. Exactly.